Hello, welcome to Rome Land League Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Rome. Today's episode, I'm going to go over my fourth mock draft of this offseason. Only a week away from the draft, and I'm pumped. It's one of my favorite times of the year for the NFL. There's a lot of talent to be had in this year's class, and I'm excited to see how this shakes out. First time in a while where I've had no real particular player that I want the commanders to target. There's a lot of players that I'd be happy there at pick 16. All that being said, look at this mock draft going. All right, looking at the first pick, obviously the Panthers on the clock um, after obviously the trade up a few weeks ago. I'm having to pick quarterback Bryce Young from Alabama. I think it's more evident than ever now that Bryce Young has canceled all his visits with other teams. It looks like he's probably going to be the pick. Doesn't mean you know 100% will be, but I think it's very interesting that he canceled all his meetings um, with other teams um, after his visit with Carolina. So, you know, Bryce Young is a stud. I think he's the best quarterback in this class. If he was taller, it wouldn't really be a debate. And if he was, you know, a little, you know, not as skinny as he is, he would help his case as well. 79 touchdowns, 12 interceptions over his last two years. Almost nearly 5,000 yards passing in 2021 the season. He won the Heisman. Um, so, I mean, Bryce Young could be a great pick for Carolina as long as he can stay healthy, which obviously is a, you know, big, big if considering his size and, you know, going to the NFL. But he, he was pretty consistent at Alabama as far as injuries are concerned. Didn't really miss any time. So hopefully he can do the same thing in the NFL. At two, um, it looks a lot of people are trending the way the Texans are not going to go quarterback, which I think is very surprising. But, you know, to follow that trend, having going with Andrew Will Anderson from Alabama. Uh, D'Amico Ryan is a former Alabama Crimson Tide himself, and then goes with the current Alabama player, Mo Anderson. He's had 35 and a, excuse me, 34 and a half sacks over his last three years in, at Bama and 17 and a half, 21. He's a dominant edge rusher. Would be a really nice pick for Houston. At three, have the Cardinals. Excuse me, have the Colts coming up from four with the Cardinals to trade up and get quarterback C.D. Stroud from Ohio State. I think C.D. Stroud would be a really nice fit with Shane Steichen in Indianapolis. 85 touchdowns, 12 interceptions these last two years. He's 6'3", 215, ideal size for, uh, for an NFL quarterback. Um, he, he displayed his mobility in that game against Georgia in the um, college football playoff. He'd be a nice target to throw to with Michael Pittman Jr. He had Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, Alec Pierce as well. Um, you know, a solid you know, young group of tight ends to throw to as well. Um, so I think the Colts would be a nice pick with C.J. Shroud at four, and then this mock draft trade. Now the Cardinals on the clock at four, taking my dress for Tyree Wills from Texas Tech. Um, Cardinals have a lot of needs everywhere. Um, they could use some um, pressure off the edge, losing Chandler Jones the free agency two years ago, losing J.J. Watt um, uh, retirement this offseason. You know, Tyree Wilson's a guy that can play off the edge for him, 6'6", 271, 14 sacks over these last two years, and hopefully be a nice staple for Jonathan Gannon coming over from Philly uh, as a new head coach in Arizona. Five, the Seahawks taking defense tackle Jalen Carter from Georgia. He's right up there with Willie Anderson and Tyree Wilson, the top players in this draft class. Defensively, obviously, a small field issue, so that's why I have him behind Tyree Wilson here. But Jalen Carter will be a really nice duo with Jeremiah Jones in Seattle, pick five. At six, I have the Texans coming up to get a quarterback after not taking one a second overall. Coming up from 12, stopping here with the Detroit Lions taking quarterback Anthony Richardson from Florida. Anthony Richardson is, you know, the definition of a boomer bust prospect. Um, he needs time to develop and grow. Um, he could sit behind Davis Mills and Case Keenum when he's learned this year for Houston. Doesn't look like they're trying to compete this year, trying to build up that roster around um, whoever their quarterback is going to be in the future. Um, they need some more receivers. They did sign Robert Woods in free agency. Uh, but And they get John Menchie back from his you know cancer diagnosis last year and missing his rookie year. Um, obviously, Houston does need a lot more talent on the outside. They do have Delta Schultz tight end who will help whoever the quarterback is going to be. Nice running game with Damon Pierce and Devin Singletary. But I think the Texans is being really, really ideal for first-round pick for them. Getting arguably the best defensive player in the draft will Anderson to pick two and then trade enough to get pick six to get Anthony Richardson, who could be a franchise quarterback. Seven of the Raiders taking cornerback Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Raiders need a lot of help in that cornerback room. Nate Hobbs and Brandon Face are their starting corners right now. Witherspoon is better than those two, and it's not even close. 6'1", 181, three interceptions, 14 pass breakups um, last year for Illinois, and he loves to hit you in that run game, so that's another good you know, quality to have in a corner. 
eight of the Falcons and quarterback Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. He's 6'1", 197. He'd form a really nice deal with A.J. Terrell. I know they just traded for Jeff Okuda um, for the Lions, a former third overall pick back in 2020. But Okuda is going to get his fifth-year option decline, so it could be a one-year rental. So again, a guy like Gonzalez to come into pair with J.J. Terrell would be a nice you know, pick for Atlanta. And nine of the Bears on the clock. Obviously, after the trade down a few weeks back for Carolina, and I had them going, you know, this might be, you know, I guess not really a popular pick because running backs don't go high that, that high anymore, but they did lose Dave Montgomery in free agency. Killer Herbert is a really nice back. He could definitely start for them, but they can get a you know, generational-type talent here in B. John Robinson from Texas. You know, he's absolute stud, 258 carries, 1,580 yards rushing, 18 touchdowns. He's great at the backfield as well. You know, him and Justin Fields in the backfield would be, you know, scary for NFC North defenses to deal with for the next, you know, 5, 10, you know, 5, 7 years. So I think Robinson would be a really, really good pick to pair with Justin Fields. At 10 of the Eagles, you know, taking the best offensive lineman and might be the best player available on the board at this point, and Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern. And the Phillies' old line is very, very strong, but Lane Johnson is getting up there in age. Um, they did lose as Isaac, Sam- Isaac Samatu to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I don't know if I, I think I butchered that name, but either way, solid guard that went to Pittsburgh. Um, and now they have Peter Skaronsky, who can play guard right now and then shift out the right tackle when Lane Johnson retires. At 11, I have the Titans taking quarterback Will Levis from Kentucky. Um, I don't think Will Levis is worthy of a top 10, top 15 pick, but that's just the way the market's going to go. Um, I think 6'4", 229, 43 touchdowns, 23 interceptions over these last two years, which is a really, really high number in college football. The 2022 tape is not that great. And if he goes to Tennessee, he you know, he is more pro-ready than a guy like Anthony Richardson, but there's not many talents for, you know, talented targets for him to throw to. I like Traylon Burks, a first-round pick from last year, but that's about it. They cut Robert Woods. Uh, obviously, they have Derrick Henry, who's an absolute stud in the backfield, but, you know, Tennessee needs some playmakers for wherever their quarterback's going to be, and I don't know if it's an ideal situation for Will Levis to play right away, which, obviously, with Tannehill at quarterback, he would need to. Maybe they build up that roster around him and take him, have him take over in 2024. At 12, now the Lions are on the clock at that mock trade with the Texans coming up to pick six. I'm taking Ed Rusher, Nolan Smith from Georgia. Um, Lions, you know, obviously, had Aiden Hutchinson in the second overall pick last year, who turned out to be an absolute stud. The runner-up in the defensive rookie of the year running. Uh, Nolan Smith can come in and pair with Aiden Hudson and they could form a nice 2 1 2 punch off the edge in Detroit you know, for the next you know, 10 years. 13, you have the Jets taking tackle Paris Johnson from Ohio State. Uh, the Jets have Dwayne Brown at left tackle, but obviously he's in his late 30s, not going to play much longer. Makai Becton, um, you know, borderline bust from a couple years ago now, um, hasn't you know, been able to stay on the field due to injuries. So Paris Johnson can come in and play right tackle right away and eventually take over for left tackle when Dwayne Brown retires. 14 of the Patriots taking tackle Broderick Jones from Georgia. 6'5", 3'11". Um, obviously, they have Trent Brown at left tackle right now, but they left Isaiah Wynn leaving free agency um, so they can have um, Broderick Jones come in to start a right tackle and eventually take over for Brent Trent Brown at left tackle in the next year or two. At 15, the Packers taking a wide receiver, which they haven't done since 2002, and Javon Walker, who came out of Florida State that year. I think it was pick 20 overall or something like that. So this might really piss off Aaron Rodgers if they pick a first-round receiver after he's gone. Obviously, he's not officially gone, but all signs point to him ending up in the New York Jets. But I haven't taken the uh, top receiver on my board, and that's wide receiver Jack Smith and Jigba from Miles State. He's 6'1", 196. Obviously, didn't play much last year due to an injury, but had you know one of the best years of any college football wide receiver in the last five, five, ten years uh, in 2021 when he had over 1,600 yards receiving. Um, he's great out of the slot, great. He can play on the outside, in my opinion. Really good at separating off the line of scrimmage and be a really nice pairing um, for Romeo Dobbs and Christian Monson. Okay, 16, you have the Commanders. Um, everyone knows that. Big fans, uh, commanders in this podcast, obviously. I think tackle and cornerback are need to be on the top of the list. Um, I really, really would consider Bajan Robinson if he's there. I just don't think Washington would, so I don't really want to even you know, put that in the mock, considering I haven't gone to pick nine in this mock anyways. 
I did consider tight end Dalton Kincaid because I think he's been a really, really good receiving tight end in the NFL. His blocking, you know, leaves you know it's a lot to be desired, but I think he'd be a really nice fit in Eric Bannamy's scheme. I didn't have him going that way because I don't think they're a real tight end either. They really, really like their tight ends right now. It seems like an Amani Rogers, Cole Turner, you know, Logan Thomas, Curtis Hodges, and uh, John Bates. So I don't know if they would go that high for a tight end. So in my thought process here, you have Darnell Wright from Tennessee, who's probably more of a true right tackle. I think they need more of a left tackle going forward because I think Wiley's going to be their guy right tackle for the next few years. Um, you could take a left tackle, maybe cut Charles Leno right now or after next year. So left tackles, on, I thought about him. Anton Harrison from Oklahoma is a little more you know, rich for him in pick 16, but I do like him a lot as a prospect if they trade down that he could be on their you know, um, board. So I had them going with corner again, and that same pick I had last week, and that's Joey Porter Jr., uh, 6'3", 193. Only thing is that and he's more of a man corner, and I know this team struggles with that. That's why William Jackson didn't succeed in the scheme. Uh, but I'd like to think Joey Porter Jr. is a guy they can you know, assimilate into this defense, having him you know, being a rookie. They can kind of sculpt him the way they want. And honestly, this coach staff might not be here after next year anyway. So um, I think just getting a really, really talented corner like Joey Porter Jr. to come in and pair up Benjamin's hand juice kind of fuller will be a really nice pick. Um, I love Joey Porter's ball skills. Like I said, he's really, really good at man coverage, good at press. Um, and I think he'd be a nice pick for Washington at pick 16. And, you know, they can make it work and have him, you know, fit schematically. As a coach, you have to make your tailor your system around for your players. And they need to do that if they get a town scale like Joey Porter Jr. 17 of the Steelers taking tackle Darnell Wright from Tennessee. I mentioned him earlier as a possibility for Washington. Steelers need, you know, help at tackle for a while now. Um, Really haven't been able to solve that position there because the Bill in a way were retired. So I think they're all right coming to play right tackle for them right away. 18, the Lions back on the clock and have 10 cornerback Emmanuel Force from Mississippi State. This is another guy I consider for Washington. Um, they could be a really good pick for Washington or Detroit, whoever he ends up with. He's 6'1, 166. He has six interceptions last year, 14 total in his three years career. Obviously, he's very skinny, 166, but you know, he's able to hold up a competition in the SEC, which obviously is the toughest you know, conference in all college football. So I think Forbes will have no you know, problem standing out in the NFL. And 19 have a mock trade. And this is more of a reactionary to Zay Flowers coming to work out with Patrick Mahomes and have a draft workout. So I think that the Chiefs are really interested. If they bring Patrick Mahomes involved, you know, I think they're going to get what Pat wants. So, you know, he really wanted Clyde Edwards Hilaire a few years ago. They picked him at the end of the first round. That didn't work out too well, but maybe Zay Flowers will be a different story. So I have Kansas City jumping up from 31 to 19. You know, it's a big jump. Become, I think they should need to get ahead of Seattle and the Chargers, who could have a high on him. So I have them taking wide receiver Zay Flowers from Boston College here. 78 catches, 1,077 yards, 12 touchdowns. Last year at BC, 5'9", 182. He'd be a nice fit for Patrick Mahomes. I mean, who wouldn't be at this point? But he can come in and play with um, Sky Moore, Marcus Vada, Scantling, Kadarius Tony. Um, I think Pat really likes those you know, quick, twitchy guys at a slot, and, um, and he can play on outside too. Say Flowers, I definitely believe he can do that. See a little bit of Antonio Brown in his game. Obviously, not the craziness off the field, but I mean, that's obviously high praise. Antonio Brown's one of the best receivers of the last 10 years. At 20, the Seahawks taking an address from Miles Murray from Clemson. They took Jalen Carter in the first you know, first pick of their class uh, earlier in this mock draft, so I had them go an edge rusher here to pair with O'Chen and Wosu. Miles Murphy is 6'4", 268. He had 14 sacks and 23 tackles for loss these last two years. 21 of the Chargers taking tight end, Dalton Kincaid from Utah. Like I said, I mentioned him as an option for Washington in my um, thought process of play 16. But Kincaid has had 70 catches and 890 yards and eight touchdowns. He is coming off a serious back injury, but it looks like he will be cleared for training camp. But the Chargers, you know, could have him take over for Jared Albert or pair for a combo with him for next year and give Justin Herbert another weapon. 22 of the Ravens' cornerback, Deontay Banks from Maryland. 
They're going the local route, six foot, 197. Um, he had a really, really nice combine, very athletic. Um, I think his best football is ahead of him. I think he's going to have be a better NFL career than he was in college. And the Ravens need a corner opposite of Marlon Humphrey, so they go Deontay Banks here. 23 of the Vikings taken to best tackle Elijah Kansi from Pitt. Um, the Vikings lost Alvin Thomas in a free agency to the Browns, so I have him going Kansi here to replace him. He ran a ridiculous 4 6 7 40 at the combine. He has 14 and a half sacks, 28 and a half tackles for loss. He last few years at Pitt. Built like Aaron Donald, even went to the same college as Aaron Donald, 6'1, 281. Definitely not saying he'll be Aaron Donald, no one ever will be. But Kansi would be a really nice replacement for Tomlinson. 24 of the Jaguars taking tackle Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. I mentioned him a little earlier in the Washington selection. The Jaguars lost Juwan Taylor and free to the Kansas City Chiefs as they can have Harrison come in and play right tackle right away, opposite of Cam Robinson on the left side, um, and really form a nice, you know, bookend tackles for Trevor Lawrence. 25 of the Giants taking wide receiver Jordan Addison from USC. Addison won the Belinda Conference with Pittsburgh in 2021. Um, had Crazy numbers that year, over 1,800 yards receiving. But for USC last year, he had 59 catches, 875 yards, and eight touchdowns. Um, now, the quick, quick twitch guy would have separated very easily. Um, obviously, on the skinnier side, reminds me of a Calvin Ridley type. Um, Giants need a lot of help with receiver. Yes, they signed a good amount of players last season, but not really, you know, high impact players. So I think Addison could be, you know, a, a you know really good option for them in the passing game. 26, the tight, they have the Cowboys second tight end, Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. They lost Dalton Schultz for agency to the Houston Texans. Mayer's, you know, complete tight end, really good blocker. Um, not a shifty after the catch like a guy like Kincaid, um, but he'd be a really nice fit in Dallas. He had 67 catches, 800 yards, and eight touchdowns last year. At the Bills, taking guard Osiris Torrance out of Florida and pick 27 here. Um, the Bills lost him alignment of free agency, so Torrance can come in and start right away at one of those guard positions and, you know, protect Josh Allen going forward. 28, the Bengals lost safeties from free agency. Jesse Bates and Von Bell. So they need some replacements here. Have them going cornerback slash safety. Brian Branch from Alabama here. Branch is one of my favorite guys to watch in this draft class. I think he is someone to watch that could really like because I think he can play in the slot in the Buffalo nickel role. I think 16 might be a little high for him, but he is versatile, and Ron loves versatile football players. Having said that, I'm going with the Bengals here at pick 28. 89 tackles, three sacks, and seven pass breakups last year for Alabama. 29 of the Saints taking that. Team of tackle Brian Brees from Clemson. 6'5", 298. He was a former top high school recruit. Um, had his you know, college career kind of married by injuries and some inconsistent play, but I think he's still a first-round talent for the Saints. 30 of the Seahawks coming up from their 37th pick in the second round to trade up with Philly uh, and to take quarterback Hennon Hooker to get their third player in the first round. Hennon Hooker, obviously, you know, Tennessee volunteer, 6'3", 217. In 2021, he had uh, 3,135 passing yards, 27 touchdowns, and two interceptions. Excuse me, that was last year. Uh, And in 2021, he had nearly 3,000 yards passing, 31 touchdowns, three interceptions. He's a threat off the edge, too. Running the ball as well with over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns his last two years. Biggest concern with him is that he's going to be 25, or he is 25, and he's coming off a torn ACL. Um, I think Geno Smith can get out of his contract after next year for Seattle. So they, I think they go get Hooker, have him sit behind Junior for a year, and come over and start. Um, and be a really, really solid better, I mean, solid quarterback for them, you know, throwing to guys like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett going forward in 2024. At 31, this is that mock trade after the Chiefs came up 31 and 19. Now the Buccaneers are on the clock. Have him take up Ed Rusher, Luca Van Ness from Iowa. I think they need a first little, you know, kind of chess piece in that defensive line, in that front four. So I have Luca Van Ness coming in and play. I think he can play a 3 4 defense and that, in that defense with Todd Bowles. 6'5, 272, he 13 and a half sacks these last two years at Iowa. Well, that includes from around league episode. We're only a week away from the draft, and I think this will be one of the wildest first rounds in recent memory. There's still so much uncertainty this year. Washington has some good options at 16, but I really could see them also trained down for more picks. I think the best value in this draft class is picks 25 through 50, so you know, 
do Washington right to trade down a little bit. They just snag a top cornerback or offensive lineman if available. I think an impact running back like John Robinson should be considered too, though, as much as a long shot as it is. You could follow me on Twitter at FNScott21 and Instagram at RomanLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please hit subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.